the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. And um, I can guarantee you the next two hours is going to be kind of, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the word to use. Raunchy, raucous, you know. I, I, I'm not quite sure. But nevertheless, it is Father's Day, so we want to wish all Tomorrow you fathers. Father's Day, actually. Tomorrow? Okay. Thank you very much. Is this the way it's going to be? <laughs> Is this the way it's going to be? Happy Father's Day, you too. Oh, and thank you very much. And, thank you. And, and, and actually, she's as much of a father here as, as anybody else is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, and sitting to my right is my son, Alan. He uh, runs the shop, the floor. He, he runs the maintenance side of our business as well as the performance side of our business. And the performance side of our business has to do with with gray-haired guys with more money than cents who take the menu and mark nine out of ten items on it because they want their truck to be real high or real low or real fast or real slow or whatever. How would you like that? Real high or real low? Uh, unlike yeah, unlike you guys, right? You yeah. don't like the fast cars and did the you, did fancy you, stuff. Yeah, on did your you truck. did you see what he did this morning over there? Yeah. Okay. Folks, right next door we have a car wash and it's got some slick concrete and it's been raining. So I'm looking over there, and I'm seeing this white Ford truck that's got belching black smoke, and it's doing donuts, circles over at the car wash. Then I recognize after the smoke clears, it's my truck. <laughs> it's the shop truck, and he's driving it. And he goes, oh, he probably has his kids in the car. I can't believe he's doing that. And I'm like, coming from the the, the, the dad that uh, did donuts in the car with me and crashed the car? I did. <laughs> I did. I did. Okay. I, I admit it. Folks, We. I used to say to the kids, when you were a lot younger, I used to say to you guys, do you want to take a spin through the car wash? And, of course, the first 10 times you didn't get the relationship because you were, you know, young kids. So I would pull in and I'd drive through a bay to get the tires wet. And then I'd, no one was there. And I would do two or three donuts. So I'm drawing this picture for them, for the yeah. rest of them. So one day we're coming back, and I think you, you're in high school because I think you were at Valley Christian, mm-hmm. and I think you were playing volleyball. Mm-hmm. So we're in a Suburban with a 454 and a blower on it. So it's this high-performance son of a gun. So I say to you, and you're sitting in the passenger side, and Mother and the rest of the kids are kind of waiting for us to pull out of the parking lot. So I pull in, and I start spinning circles. Unbeknownst to me, the tires bite. They launch us into the wall. (laughs) (laughs) And the next thing we know, the Suburban is at a 45-degree angle on the wall. And your your mother is yelling at me (laughs) using bad words I've never heard her use before. And you're in the passenger seat, completely stunned. And through the grace of God, of course, the damage was 15,000 bucks, but it didn't pop the airbags. No. And so... 
We got a good laugh out of it. Well, we did. And then, if I'm not mistaken, we ended up pushing the, the Suburban over to the side. And, of course, it was leaking every fluid it had because yeah. we had just I just wiped out the front end. And um, the next morning I got here and someone had wrapped it in crime scene tape, yeah. which is was that, funny. Is that before? Did we have that big bumper and wench on it then? Oh, yeah. I can't. You hit it hard then. Oh, yes. Oh, I, that pole that was protecting the wall yeah. was sheared off like a toothpick. <laughs> 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 we put big ballards in front of the wall. you would have thought with that bumper that it would have absorbed a lot of that. Oh, no, that bumper was a V. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just where, where, where we hit the wall. Where, you weren't even there, were you? Uh, or were no, you in mom's no. car? No, I don't, I don't think, okay. I, I, don't think I was there. I know your mom was really mad. I mean, yeah. she was really, really mad because we took a spin around the car wash and it didn't turn out like it did. <laughs> but I want to draw your attention that he did the same thing in a similar way. You could see the black marks over there. He's, he's spinning. All of a sudden, it bites. And you can see a little wobble in the front end as he tries to gather that thing up. <laughs> that is, that is. You got to make sure you either stay or stop quick, because otherwise it does it for you. And that concrete but, is slick over there. And Especially I don't even. When it's raining. Yeah. I don't even know why we we had it glazed like that because that's that's not. But just to put <laughs> I've the, only fallen like. 15 times. We want to tell people, too, that this area is completely contained. There's a driveway in and out, but all the way around this area that we're being stupid at is walls. And so you're not going to end up out on Warner Road with the back chasing the front of your car. So it's just, it's, and it is on private property, although it is against the law to be reckless on private property. I wasn't reckless. You I was completely under control. <laughs> Thankfully, you guys do it most of the time when no one's there. No, yeah. my kids like it the most. <laughs> no, you got to do it. You can't. Oh, yeah. Just like they like your aggravating. <laughs> yeah. They, they, people, they don't like that. Um, I was here right after radio one Saturday, and all of a sudden I hear this little rice burner. And he's over there doing um, sideway drifts. And so I go down the back door, and I walk over there because I'm going to grab a hold of him and say, hey, you're not allowed to do that here. Only me. Yeah. <laughs> and and he, he, he zips over to, to, to Quick Trip when it was Quick Trip, and there was two or three people in the car wash, and they were mad at him. They yeah. were really mad at him. And, but I think when we were stupid in the family property. Yeah, I never do it. No, if anybody's yeah. there, I, yeah. I don't I've do never done it with people over there. All right, yeah, I so end up in their rear bumper. My luck, the one time I'm one person that. I don't know if they'd be more scared of you going into the rear bumper or the truck. Serious. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> oh, guys. All righty. So, um, Andy and we talked about Alan, what his responsibility was, which is downstairs, all the staff and the maintenance side and the performance side. Andy is uh, in charge of everything. Andy handles the money and the staff, and she handles all the administration stuff. The best part of Andy is on her business card. It says, Andy, Salem, CEO, CFO. And then on the bottom it says, full-time babysitter for the men at Salem Boys. Now, does it say the men at Salem Boys or the boys at Salem Boys? Do you remember? Uh, Yeah, it says men. men. So it's a full-time babysitter for the men at Salem Boys. Mm -hmm. I thought that was funny. Do other people comment on that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, and that represents your job perfectly is is you are a full-time babysitter and 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 it's kind of like like it's like normal in our family. There's always the Jack the Ripper and Snow White, mm-hmm. and and he, the guy next to me is the Joker. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and Mr. Happy I've and seen Go him Lucky. I be Jack the Ripper. Oh, yeah, that's it true. It comes out every once in a while. Yeah, but um, you're the one that's kind of responsible for handling the, you know, the negative part of, yeah. you know, if somebody drops a car off the hoist, then you're going to end up talking to him or something like yeah. that. 
602 We've got, um, how many years have you been in the family business, Andy? My whole life. Okay, I know, but, but give me a, a, I mean, since. I've um, been. Well, you've not had another job, right? No, I've coached and stuff like that, oh, sports, yeah. but um, so 17 years. 17 years. Mm-hmm. But, but. I mean, I worked here through high school and stuff. Right. We're going to count that. And then oh, we're also okay. going to count the day the day before we opened in 1994 in our new building. And I don't know, one of our staff's wives was chasing you, mm-hmm. and you hit your eye on the corner of the alignment rack. And so the night before we opened our new shop, we were at the emergency room having your eye stitched up. Mm-hmm. So I do remember that. And that really goes back 24 years ago. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so you were you were picking up cigarette butts in the parking lot like the rest of the kids were. Yeah. Alan, how many years have you been around? Too many. you've got her by at least four years i think yeah i think so because you started at guadalupe but anyway you've been around both of you've been around about 20 years with the family business yeah yeah and so all right 20 plus full time for sure yeah 602 weekends count (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. weekends and nights count then we're probably like around 46 years It, and it really is the car wash for weekends and nights. When, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, keep burn. telling yourself that. Birds oh. chirping. Okay. All right. Well, no, I get not birds chirping. Crickets chirping. <laughs> Come on. You're, okay, if you I get it. If you would have let it go, it would have been a real awkward I, I got it. I got it. You're talking about you live during the time. You lived at home. It was Monday, oh, no. uh, Friday, and Saturday. No. Pretty <laughs> sure no. Okay. None of the above. All right. Well, fine. I'll figure it out at the break, and then and you two will be gone. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the show. Six zero two five zero eight zero. When you asked me to move in on your street, I said sh- about no. <laughs> when just I, no. When I ask you to move in on my street, yeah, which is a quarter mile from the shop. Yeah. I said blank. No. Oh, 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 I get it now. I get it now. Yeah, I, I said your mom and I are going to move, and you can, if you want to buy Listen, our what house. what we're saying is, no, no, no. What right. we're saying is, is this business is a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week job. And everybody, I mean, anyone who owns a, a business, family business knows that. Or, yeah, yeah, anybody who owns a business knows that. That you don't, it's not and like. You never stop thinking about it. Yeah, it's it all, not. It's always on your mind. It's always front and center. It's always, you know. Well, you'll develop a hard drive in RAM, and you can move that crap to the RAM. Oh, and, I don't uh, know. And, and it, I mean, in time, sooner or later, it's gonna, you're going to not think about it 24-7. I know what yeah. that's like. Yeah. And, and you guys have it easier because I had a huge debt service on this yeah. building, right. and so sure. I had some well, other issues. Well, there's two of us. Yeah. So, and there's two of you, so you can share the burden. <laughs> 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 you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where this is going to go. If this was a good idea or not. <laughs> so anyway, um, real quick, um, you had something that we had had um, a couple of tires that had ended up to being defective. Yeah, I, I had an email um, this week from a gentleman on a, that had a pilot that he had said that he had followed your advice and um, bef- prior to a road trip and, and set his air pressure to the maximum. Okay, a Honda pilot. We'll just clear that up. What did I say? You said pilot, but oh, you didn't oh, say oh, Honda. Honda pilot, just, so we're just going to clear yeah. that. And he, during his trip, um, they had separated. Two, two of them had separated left sides. Okay. And uh, he had emailed me asking me, do I think that that could have been attributed to, you know, change in air pressure? 
And the answer to the question was no. Um, answer to the question was is, is that that I always anytime I'm going on a road trip or something or towing or whatever I always set them to max. Period. Um, but uh, so I, I think that he he didn't have a blowout. Thank God, no one was injured or or God forbid killed. But uh, just he caught it early. He pulled over and then he had to go back. You know, backtrack. I don't know what he said, 30, 40, 50 miles to back into Blythe to uh, to get some tires put on there. But I think that brings up the point. Um, make sure if you feel something abnormal, you need to you need to you need to pull over and look at it. He was able to see it. It was that bad. Okay. Um, or 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 you drive it, and he he said his wife drove it, and he was outside, and he could see it. But it's very important that you uh, pay attention to stuff like that. And and I think that's the point too. It, it, and, and in a synopsis kind of a way. If you're driving down the road and that steering wheel starts shaking or the seat of your pants starts shaking and the whole car stops shaking, don't think that's going to go away. That could be could be uh, a bad uh, – there's a lot of things it could be, but predominantly it's going to be a tire is starting to come apart. Yep. And so thinking that it's going to go away or that it's just the roadway is a bad idea. So you need to slow down. You need to pull off the side of the road. And really and truly, anybody can see a tire that's starting to come apart. So you, you stand in front of the car – a long way, and you have your wife drive at you, and mm-hmm. you're watching the two mm-hmm. front tires, and you'll see a wobble on one. Or you stand behind it, and she pulls forward, and you look at the two back or tires. Or another easy thing, literally, is you put your palms on the tire and rub your hands around the. You will be able to feel it. It's a bubble in the tread. It's a bubble, a blister. It's yeah, gonna blister. Feel and it's going to look and like it's a blister. It's going to be large. You're going to be able to feel it. It's not like a little. I mean, it's going to be. It could be, you know, four inches wide by, you know, 12, 14 inches long. Okay. We, we've had a lot of customers call too and say, you know, as they're going slow in a parking lot, they can feel their steering wheel go left and right. Yes. And I'll always tell them, you know, it, it could be a tire separation, so just be careful. And I mean, I would say eight out of ten times, they're like, okay, I'll go check, and they check, and they find a tire separated. And that's a great idea, because there is a left and right seesaw, yeah, 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 at slow slow speeds. speeds. And especially it's aggravated when you roll the tire over kind of on its side Mm -hmm. as you turn right or to your left. So you've got this big egg on the -hmm. the tread portion of the tire, and sometimes it extends to the sidewall, so it's a little easier to see. So just from a safety point of view, don't. Wives, don't let your husband continue uh, going into California at 85 miles an hour when the car's shaking so bad that the mirror, you can't see out of the mirror. So, Or nobody can drink their soda pop because they're spilling it all over themselves. Just turn around and slap him and tell him to slow down. That's what mom <laughs> used to do to me. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty, And I'm going to take just another 30 seconds here to talk about Action Auto. Tom at Action Auto is a friend of mine and has been since 1983. He's at I-17 in Deer Valley. If you live near I-17 in Deer Valley, Deer Valley area, North Phoenix area, and you don't have a garage, Action Auto's on the northwest corner of I-17 and Deer Valley. He's got ASE Master Techs. He knows the right from wrong. He's a good guy. He's exactly the kind of guy you'd want to live next door to you. So Action Auto Repair, I-17 and Deer Valley. We'll be right back. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. 
Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement, a plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. The Home Depot has a surefire gift for Father's Day. New high-performance grills from Weber, America's top brand. Like the Weber Spirit 2 gas grill in stainless steel. Only at The Home Depot, starting at just $449. It ignites every time, it maximizes flavor, and with a 10-year warranty, you'll be Dad's favorite for years to come. The Weber Spirit 2 gas grill starting at only $449. From America's number one Weber retailer. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Well, today, Mark Salem, Andy Salem, and Alan Salem are all sitting here. And if you have a car question or a car problem, or if you have an argument between the husband and the wife and you want to fight about it in front of everybody else, then just call us up and give us both sides of the issue, and uh, we will promptly vote on it. And it's not necessarily something we're going to vote based on, you know, whether you're man. Genderness. Thank you. That was a, yeah, genderness. Is <laughs> no, that I a said, word? No, I didn't say. I said gendernicity. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Gee, not... God, you have to put up with this every day? Yeah. Gendernicity? What is the, uh, what's look, the proper term? Look at him. His microphone's by his eye. <laughs> okay, can you put it by your mouth? Yeah, I okay. didn't want to move it. Okay, well, no, you can move it. There you go. But just put. Don't mess it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he's the only one that puts a headset on, and the microphone is interrupts his eyeball. You know what I mean? I'm looking at him, and the microphone's hanging in his eye. Oh boy, six zero two five zero eight. My lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> Some of your friends are going to call in, and this is going to get ugly. And Gil, you keep your finger on that mute button because we have no idea where this is going to go, especially with Alan's friends. I'm eyeing it. So, holy mackerel. All righty. Well, let's talk about auto dynamics. Uh, it, folks, I have a, a, a shop list that's called the Best Car Repair Shops, and it's something I've had since 1988. When you go to MarkSalem.com and you look at, you click on the Best Shop link, then it'll ask you city and automatic tr- or a transmission shop, a diesel shop, a mechanical shop, a paint and body shop. But these guys are really the best of the best, and they've been on my list for years and years because I know them personally. And I know they're honorable, and they know how to fix cars, and they know how to bid cars, and those are not problems they typically have. Autodynamics is one of those as well. Chuck Nide and his son Derek own Autodynamics. They're at um, 99, on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. And I've known Chuck since 1968. So, and I know I've known Derek his entire life. So I can tell you that Autodynamics, it's the largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services in the Sun City area. Been around since 1982, and I'm very proud of them. 
They know what they're doing. And Derek has decided that staff and technicians are not paid a commission or a percent of your repair bill. Therefore, Derek can ensure you they don't sell unnecessary parts or repairs. So if you're in Sun City, I'd like to recommend, if you don't have a shop, stop by Auto Dynamics, north side of Grand Avenue, west of, of 99th Avenue. All righty. Anything else in your, while we're waiting for call, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to call in, 602-508-0960. Have you had any cars? Oh, I want to talk about the Packard real quick. Isn't the Packard a 40s or something like that, late 40s? Yeah, I think it's a late 40. Is it 49? 49. 49. That's 49. what I thought. So we have this 49 Packard that come in, and it's a, a, a gentleman that has done business before, and uh-huh. he has lots of older cars. Mm-hmm. This thing hadn't run in 100 years and stuff like that. So we determined that the carburetor, and it's a straight V8. Well, it so, can't be a V. It's a straight 8. Straight 8. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Straight V8. <laughs> yeah. It's a straight 8. So it has 8 cylinders in a row. Yeah. Kind of like a 4-cylinder wood or a 6-cylinder. Yeah, it's like a, a big diesel. I mean, it's big. The motor's huge. Yeah. So Eddie determines quickly that it's just flooding on the carburetor. So he pulls the carburetor apart, and he finds the float is full of gas. Jeff, our parts guy, who says he can find anything Mm -hmm. in the world, he says he can get a part for anything. Of course, we oftentimes find out that he can't, but he can't find a float for this Packard. We test him regularly, I might add. Yeah. No, no, I I know that. We test him with all kinds of crazy stuff. Goofy stuff. Oh, man. And he always pulls through, but he couldn't come up with this float. Mm -hmm. So MacGyver, which is Eddie Caruso, he decides he's going to fix the float. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, here's the, the bad news. The, the float clearly has gas inside of it, so there has to be some kind of a breach yeah. in the float. Who's going to stick a torch on this beer can full of fuel and have it take the chance of having it blow up on you? Somebody only once. Yeah, only once. <laughs> so I'm thinking, what's he going to do? Did you do you know what he did? I don't know what he did, but I, can, I honestly don't know what he did, but I would probably drill a hole, drain it, rinse it, and then fill it. He did see what yeah. Eddie did. I swear to God, he didn't. No, that's what exactly what he did. That's exactly what he did. No, that's but, what I, I, didn't, I didn't see them. There was a mark on it already before, mm-hmm. like somebody had done that before. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if he used epoxy or solder. I'm I not think, quite sure. I think he soldered it because that's what it was prior. Before. Mm-hmm. But then he had to also adjust the float slightly because of the additional weight of the solder. Mm-hmm. But when he got the carburetor on, and we had to do a water pump, and that's Je- Jeff did find mm-hmm. a, pa- a Packard, a 49 Packard water pump. And, yeah. um, and a battery, which I've never, ever seen a battery that looks like this thing. So he found the battery, too. Yeah. And I think what's kind of impressive <clears throat> about this is, is, do you know how he does that? Do you know what the key to finding that kind of stuff is? Google. Okay, that's fine. Google is, is part of it. <laughs> a computer but do you, and a keyboard. No. What, do you have any idea where, kind of where he starts? I really don't. Mm-mm. Okay. He starts by trying to identify the original part number. And once you get the original part number, then you can Google the original part number, and you'll find that part number's been changed to this, or this guy has a whole bunch of those part numbers. So he's really good he at, at what other people can't do, and that's finding the original part number. So... He found the original part number on the on the water pump, and he has that here. And I think we have the radiator down at Performance Radiator because we have to have them go through it. I think that's who, where he sent it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so we're waiting on that. The water pump has it come in yet? No. No, okay. it's being shipped from back east. Okay. What What's different about the battery? It's uh, it's long. It's like four inches wide by like uh, twenty four inches long. Okay. And what's even more weird is you hook up the positive cable to the negative terminal, and the negative 
It's reverse okay, well, polarity. Yeah, that's I've never seen that. It's weird. And it's it, if you think about it, the positive goes to the ground, to the frame or the motor, yeah. and the negative goes to the dashboard, yeah. the ignition, all that stuff. It, it's the same way. Everything works the same way. It's just that's the way that they used to do it back then. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> there was other cars that were negative ground, and this just happens to be a positive ground. Yeah. Th- that same guy owns that uh, Continental that we saw in yep. here. He he. I mean, his cars are just pristine. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, if this one hasn't run in, you know, 10, 15 years, it's yeah. been garaged and it's immaculate. No question. He, I mean, his cars are some of the most beautiful yeah. iron that, that yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, do you remember the Rolls Royce that we had mm-hmm. in there that had an overheat? Uh-huh. And, mm-hmm. it, and it came in with the same story we hear all the time. Nobody can fix it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you remember what happened on that? I don't. I know the customer's name and face, but I okay. don't know. I don't remember. We fixed it. Mm-hmm. Eddie took it, taking a temperature gun, and it would overheat within two or three blocks. Mm-hmm. So it was a clear overheat. But everybody changed the thermostat and the water pump, and the hoses would collapse, and they put springs in them. Everybody had done a lot of work. But Eddie took a temperature gun, and it was a long six. I think it was a long six. And he gunned the sides of the cylinders, and he found two of them that were cold and other ones were hot. So he popped out the freeze plugs, all six freeze plugs, to look inside to see, you know, what was in there. What was causing this cylinder to run cooler than the rest Mm -hmm. or hotter than the rest. He found that it looked like that somebody had filled the cooling system of this car with cat litter. So he took the shop vac and he made a flexible small hose and he vacuumed all of this cat litter out of the inside of this motor. So then he put it all back together, and the customer was kind of leery. I don't blame him because everybody else had said they fixed it, and they didn't. So Eddie said, well, just go take it for a drive. And he says, well, I'll know in no time. Mm-hmm. And Eddie said, uh, I've already taken it for a drive, so I already know. Mm-hmm. So the guy drove, and we expected him to be back kind of quick because he was kind of leery about overheating it. But he was gone some period of time, and he came back, and he was really happy. So we've never fixed a car like that before. Mm-hmm. We've never seen that before. We don't understand what that was inside there or anything. But the key here was the temperature gun. Right. Him just gunning. And, you know, on a gasoline car and on an engine car, oh, we're going to have to come back right after this. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101.
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. The most important qualities that I was looking for was a publisher who was honest and upfront, no hidden costs or fees, and owning the rights to my own work. It all starts with our free author submission kit. Call 800-566-1012. We'll edit, design, copyright, protect, print, and distribute books online and in bookstores everywhere. You'll see your books in Christian bookstores. Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. If you have a biography, novel, devotional, self-help, or other inspirational work, we get it published. We provide professional book editing, award-winning design, with the highest royalty structure in the industry. Plus, you retain 100% rights to your work. Get your book published today. Call for your free author submission kit at 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. Everybody, 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem sitting here with my daughter Andy and my son Alan, and they're all part of the family business. And um, I was just going to um, say that we've talked a lot about old cars and everything this morning, but I don't want to create the, you know, that's not all we work on. That's kind of the, I think, the fun stuff, the interesting stuff, those old cars that we get to see. But we work uh, on a lot of the day in and day out normal 
you're right. Everyday you're right. cars. Yeah. I mean, we work on the wide gamut. Yeah. The old cars, the diesels, the new cars, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this show is not about our shop, folks. This show is about really good shops like Thompson's Auto Repair in Mesa. Thompson's is the only shop in Mesa that I, I suggest you go visit. He's on Main Street just east of Stapley. It's a second or third generation of the Thompson slash Vivian family. So Brian and Thelma are just the salt of the earth. They're really good people. And you once you shake Brian's hand or shake um, his wife Thelma's hand, you'll understand why I'm I'm just uh I'm I'm sold on their ability to treat you fairly. So they have ASE certified technicians. They've been around a very long time, and they're there to keep your vehicle in tip-top shape, and they're not going to sell you something you don't need. And all their prices are going to be well within industry standards. That's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Main Street just east of Stapley. William, good morning. How can I help you? Yes, thanks. Um, got a 2003, um, uh, I think it's a Buick Rendezvous. Okay. And uh, every year, it's not passing emissions, and it's always the uh, ERG, EGR uh, valve and a couple of um, two oxygen sensors out of four that are bad or whatever. Okay. Anyway, we've been, uh, after it was replaced, uh, having to drive it uh, several miles to get it to re uh, recalibrate the computer or something. Yes. What's the deal with that? Uh, I've been driving, driving, driving over 100 miles now, and the mechanic says you got to drive it some more. Okay. Well, um, I've got a couple of comments. Um, so tell me, you've replaced the EGR valve and two oxygen sensors? Yeah. Okay. Almost every it, year? It, it, the computer, computer showed that uh, two out of the four uh, were bad or something, or were not functioning right. Okay. Um, well, I, I want to tell you something. Um only 25% of the oxygen sensor codes we deal with, which is a code we deal with every day of our lives, only 25% of them necessitate the replacement of the O2 sensor. If not less. If not less. Here's the deal, um, William. The O2 sensor is the messenger. The O2 sensor says that we are out of range. We're either too lean, we need more fuel, or we have too much fuel. Lean, rich. Now, it's crazy to kill the messenger, because you're never going to reset the monitors, which is what you're talking about. And the EGR valve, if it sets an EGR valve, think about this, William, and this is the truth, I promise you. The, the, it, the code is, the problem is in Tennessee, and we have to find the city and the street and the address. Now, I can tell you not recently, I can tell you for sure recently, we fixed an O2 sensor code with a plugged fuel filter. The fuel filter was restricting the flow of fuel to the engine, therefore it didn't have enough fuel. The oxygen sensor was screaming low, 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 give me more fuel. The computer was opening the valve as fast as it could and nothing would happen. So the O2 or the computer said, hey, you need to talk to the O2 sensor because he's the one that's screaming. Well, we look at the O2 and, and it's stuck on the lean side. So we look at fuel pressure and it's 10 pounds lower than it should. We check the fuel filter, plug solid, put it in, and we're done. The monitor is going to reset once the computer has seen a variety of, of measurements. It has to see so many cold starts, so many warm-ups. It has to see different RPMs. It has to see different speeds. If the monitor doesn't reset within a week, it's because it's not going to reset. And that's because the problem is still there. In, in the old days... We used to, if you had a check engine light, 
our industry would pull the negative battery cable, reset the light, and then you'd zip over to emissions and pass. Yeah. And 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 then the car makers got smart about that, and they said, you know what? We're not going to let them do that anymore. We're going to simply t- insist that the computer see a series of startups, warm ups, and cool downs called called heat cycles. And so you're going to look at the heat cycle, and we're not going to close the monitor and say everything's okay until we go through this square box. So I think he he could still have to drive some more. I mean, 100 miles may not have met all the criteria to reset the monitors. I think the concerning part of what you said was that year after year, the EGR and the O2s have been replaced. I mean, that's what's... That seems to be what's on the table. Yeah, I mean, every year that shouldn't be happening. No, and I'll tell you something else, too. Some of these drive cycles are extremely strange. Yeah. Uh, We've had ones where you you accelerate to 10 miles an hour and then brake. Accelerate to 10 miles an hour three times and then brake to zero. Then go to 20 and then brake to zero. And then, you know, do that three or four times. Some of these things have a very, very, very specific drive cycle they want to see. So I would just say keep driving it. Yeah, nothing that you can go out and really recreate. But, yeah, but you could, I mean, we've seen them go 300 miles and then they reset. So okay. it can take, it can take some time. And and actually what happens, and Alan, what you're talking about is the best way to to, to do the the plan, uh, the way best way to reset the monitor switch is to have one guy drive and one guy read. And you have to be in a place where you're all by yourself. And usually we go out to the Indian reservation because it's pretty desolate out there. So it's 10 miles an hour stop, 10 miles an hour. So somebody's sitting in the passenger seat, somebody's driving because you can't read and do it at the same time. So you have to have two people. Now, really and truly, how many cars, what percentage of cars do we fix where we have to physically do the monitor reset? Oh, I'd say less than 10%. Yeah. And so we give it back to the customers and we say, hey, you know, just keep driving it. And if you want, swing by. We can plug in. We can Uh see if the monitor's reset. Yeah. But the, the issue is, is folks, for all of you out there, and William, you especially, if your shop looks at it and says EGR and they bid an EGR and if it says O2 sensor number one on the on the passenger side and number two on the driver's side and they're just replacing parts or if you're going to one of those parts store where you got a three whiskered kid that wouldn't know his butt from from uh, a ham then then the idea is, is he looks at the code and he wants to sell you parts and that's not good because rarely is the problem related to the part more precisely the part is the messenger it's saying to the computer it raises his hand and says hey 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 i need more fuel over here well you can't condemn the messenger you can't shoot the messenger every time because that's a heck of a lot of money spent for nothing mm-hmm. so 602-508-0960 602-508-0960 we'll be back in a minute hello i'm greg may the proud owner of phoenix body works i started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles i'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you 
in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Do you have what it takes to be 960 The Patriot's top shot? There's only one way to find out as 960 The Patriot and Scottsdale Gun Club present the second annual Top Shot Shooting Competition. 32 contestants will go head-to-head in a bracket-style tournament June 23rd and 24th until one person is crowned the new Top Shot champion. Whether you're new to shooting or a seasoned pro, Top Shot's accuracy targets, speed challenges, and even points for knocking down bowling pins will be fun and challenging for all. Make it to the finals and be crowned 960 The Patriots Top Shot and win $1,000. All participants will receive a Top Shot event bag with over $150 worth of gifts. Plus, as you advance, you'll have a chance to win gift cards from 21 Degrees Cigars and coins from Patriot Trading Group. Sign up today at 960thepatriot.com for Top Shot, June 23rd and 24th. Details and sign-ups at 960thepatriot.com. Sponsored by Patriot Trading Group. So, I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the (laughs) ShelterPetProject.org. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. And we're going to go back to the phones real quick because um, we've got William and Corey and we've got open lines. So if you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And so, William, I know you had a follow-up, and I'm sorry that we had to take a break, but I'm all ears right now. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened with my phone. Somehow, while you were in the middle of your explanation, uh, something cut in on my phone, some kind of YouTube advertisement, and I couldn't hear a damn thing. Okay. So anyway, the follow-up question was, now that i got my EGR uh, uh, mechanism in my left hand and in my right hand, I'd like to slap someone if I, if I can't test this thing and find out if it's good, if it's still functional. Isn't there a test you can perform on it? Well, the, you always test parts where they live. Let me explain. This yeah, is, I, I got it. I got it. I got it. I well, wait, no, that. no. I'm going to tell you. Just hang on a minute. If it's on the car, I'm going to plug my scanner in, and I'm going to look at the EGR, and it's going to say closed. And you know how know I, how I'm going to know it's closed? It's because it has a switch on the top of it. And if it's closed, the number is one. And if it's open, the number is five. And if it's half open, half open, the number's two and a half. So I'm just going to look at the O2 sensor. I'm going to start the engine. I'm going to look at my scanner, and it's going to say one. So now I'm going to reach my finger underneath there, and I'm going to lift up on the diaphragm, and I better see that one turn to two or turn to three. And when I open the EGR valve at idle, the motor should stumble and run really poorly because I'm introducing air the motor doesn't want. So if I open up the EGR valve and it runs and stumbles bad, you know what I know? I know for sure the EGR passage both in and out is not plugged. Then I look at the, it's called the, the EGR position sensor. So I look at the EGR position sensor, I open it all the way, I better see a 5. I, better, I drop it down, I better see a 1. That's how you test it. How long did that take? Why didn't they do that when they did your work? I don't know, maybe they did. But listen, well, when they make these things from the factory, they don't 
they certainly don't put them on the engine and do that. They must have some kind of machine to test these things. Yeah, but where are you going to find that in Phoenix? Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look at I just gave you the, the way to do it to William. That this on a 1 to 10 scale in my world of auto repair, this is a 2. This is a 2. Any seasoned gray-haired master tech knows exactly what I just said. So there's no reason to replace the EGR without testing it. So I William, I don't know if are, are you going to a shop or are you going to an auto parts store? Who's the one that's guiding you? The shop Okay, you need to go. You need to tell the shop. You know what? I've, I've I need to go somewhere else. So I'm going to go someplace else, and you're not coming to my shop. But I'm going to go someplace else. I'm going to have them diagnose it. If they can get the monitor reset, and if they can get you through emissions, I'm going to come back. I'm going to have their piece of paper. I'm going to have their explanation, and you and I are going to sit down and talk about the bill. That's what I would do if I were you. And if it was my okay. shop, I'd say the same thing. I'd say bring so that thing back. Who's uh, who's your recommendation for the North Phoenix area for these uh, uh, pollution control problems? Oh, well, are you anywhere near I-17 and Bell, or are you anywhere near I-17 and Deer Valley? Yeah, exactly. Okay. The, the Deer Valley e, uh, emissions centers where I tested the car. Okay, then I would take it to Action Auto on the northwest corner of I-17 and Bell, and here's what okay. I'll do. I'm going to give you two-to-one odds on a $10 bill. Two to one odds. If they can't fix it, I owe you $20. If they fix it, you put $10 in the plate next time it passes you by. Deal? <laughs> sure. Okay, you got it. Thank you, William. Thank you very much. Corey, you're up next. Corey, how are you? Uh, I got a problem where uh, it's the four cylinders from the system of scanner, and I had plugs and the wires all changed. And he says, well, then it's got to be the uh, what do you think? Well, it it you probably had a misfire code, and he yeah. looked at the misfire code and he goes, "Oh, well, let's do plugs and wires." I, that had yeah. to cost you a couple hundred dollars, didn't it? No, it cost me about hundred twenty. Okay, hundred twenty dollars. So then, at the end of the day, the misfire code didn't go away. Right. But I want to tell you, if the EGR valve is slightly open, that'll cause a misfire. If you have a vacuum leak. That'll cause a misfire. If your power brake booster's bad, that'll cause a misfire. If the injector's bad, that'll cause a misfire. Coil. If the coil is bad, that'll cause a misfire. If the boot is bad, that'll cause a misfire. So you got to track All that down. Oh uh, yeah, on number one, two, three, four, five, six, or, seven. Or, well, it says number four is the misfire. Okay. and oh. see or swap a swap a boot or swap a coil and thank see, you. see thank if you. that. You could swap one of the spark plug boots or coils and see if the misfire follows or if it stays on four. But here's what he said. They did plugs and plug wires. Uh -huh. So he doesn't so have a coil over ignition. And he could swap the injector. Oh, gotcha. If the shop thinks that it's the injector, then you tell him on your dime, I want you to swap four with five. So pull the injector out of four and put it in five and take the five and put it in four. Now, if the problem moves to five, He's right. You know what it is, yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't move to five, he just spent a bunch of money convincing himself that it's not the injector. Now, yeah. it also could be a valve that has a piece of carbon underneath it. It also could be a blown head gasket. There are a lot of things. Again, on a 1 to 10 scale, this is a 4. This isn't a tough one. So you need to find a technician that's got a lot of salt you need to find, ideally, you're going to find somebody with a little bit of gray hair somewhere on the temples, and he's been around the block a couple of times, 
And there's a, a lot of young whippersnappers that are really, really good. And if they're 28 years old and they have an ASE master certification, that dog is a, is a good hunter. He's going to fix uh, your car. Approximately what would, uh, how long would it take if I went that route with the uh, fuel injector to remove and replace? Um, what's the year and make of the vehicle? 96 Ranger or silver. Oh, that's a, that's a piece of cake. I mean, that's not very difficult. It's not throttle body, right? No. Well, it could be throttle body. Um, 96 right Well, here. no. You know, you bring up a good point. Um, how many injectors are on there? Is there two or is there four? Or I six? I believe it's a four-cylinder. It's got the exhaust side and the intake side. I imagine there are four. I don't know. Okay. Well, the, I think there are four. Okay. If there is four, is it a four-cylinder engine you have in your Ranger? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well... I don't think they put throttle bodies on, on four cylinders. Oh, here's what we're thinking. The throttle body unit has two injectors that feed all four cylinders. We just aren't smart enough to know when they went to port fuel, which is each injector is each cylinder. That's Eddie called port fuel. Eddie texted me and told me the answer. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, no. that's right. That's right. We're asking our Ford guy to text us, and we'll have the answer for you. But I'm going to guess that you have four injectors and four cylinders, and yeah. so you would just switch two of them. And if the shop is sure that that's the case, then look them in the eye, and in a pleasant way, you say, you know what? I've already put plugs and wires on it, and that didn't take care of it. And you think it's the injector. Would you honor me? Because I've been a good customer of yours. And would you just go ahead and switch four with one and one with four? And if you're right, then I'll, you know we'll put an injector in. And could we just do that so that we don't guess again? Yeah. Is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I, I understand what you're saying. Okay. Well, good good luck to you, Corey. Good luck to you. I, I hope that uh, uh, I hope they I'll treat you fair. If they move one objective to the other, approximately, uh, how long would that take, you know, hour-wise? Oh, I think it's guess, Andy. Oh, I don't know, but I was just going to say, I think that they should be doing that for you for free. I do, too. <laughs> because yeah. if they sold you, you know, the spark plug saying that that's going to fix it and you still got the misfire there... I mean, in our world, we would just swap the fuel injectors and then let you take it and drive it and see if the light comes back on. All right, Alan, though, in, in, in time to swap two injectors on a four-cylinder port fuel-injected motor. I mean, d depending on you know where they're at, but I would say probably no more than an hour. Okay, and I'm thinking a half an hour. Yeah. I'm thinking 30 So let's do this. Corey, it's going to be less than an hour to swap two injectors. We're best. Okay. And, and so if he's $125 an hour, it's less than 125 But I think Andy is, if you say it in a nice way, Corey, you know, guys, I didn't know that the spark plugs and the wires was a guess. So, well, I'm from New York. I don't know how to do it in a nice way. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know what? You and I would be good friends. Hey, because so it does it does have four injectors. He just tells okay. me. Port fuel it, injection, yeah, four injectors. It, it, has, okay. it has four injectors. You know something, Corey? I, I want to tell you something. My family um, has said that about me since day one. They say my dad doesn't know how to say something and not hurt your feelings if, if that, you know. And so you and I are cut from the same cloth. Uh, and that's why I'm giving you these things to say. And, yeah. and, and, and I say to people, here's the deal. When you come to my shop and I say, you need spark plugs and wires, this is what you should have said. You should have said, now, Mark, 
I want to make sure that you're absolutely certain that this is going to fix my problem and fix the check engine light and make the check engine light go off and stay off. Mark, my fear is is that after I spend $120 that I'm going to have the same code. And at that point, Mark, I'm going to think to myself, and I know my doggone wife is going to say that they're guessing with your money, Corey. And so I want to make sure, Mark, that that this is not a guess. I want to make sure you're going to fix my car. And, Mark, if the spark plugs and wires don't do it, how are we going to unwind that? Are you going to put my old plugs and wires back on and then we move forward? Or... How are we going to do that, Mark? And it's a nice way to look him in the eye and say, if we're guessing, then I need to know we're guessing with your money. <laughs> and if we're fixing, I'm really happy to hear you say that because I know you're confident. Yeah. So I just, and you know what, New York, you can smile. <laughs> you can say go to hell and smile at the same time. I've been married. Andy? Oh, I was just going to say the other thing too is if it's been you know eighty or ninety thousand miles since he's done spark plugs. It's been two hundred thousand. Oh, okay. So the spark plugs. <laughs> that was definitely a good start. They yeah. just need to let you yeah, know as a guess. And I only paid the guy sixty bucks to do it. Yeah. And, uh, okay. So I mean, then I would say you're not doing yourself a favor by removing those or anything because it's been that long. So leave those in there and just go forward. But I was going to say if it's been, you know, 20,000 miles and they did the spark plugs and you weren't aware that it's a guess, then I think that deal needs to be unwound and you need to find the correct fix. But since it's been 200,000 miles, you should be thanking your lucky stars. Yeah. Well, and, and, and Corey, Corey you, Andy is completely right. Whether or not you, whether or not that's going to fix your car, you needed plugs and wires. Yeah. So that right, that's right. a good thing. That's a good thing. And you can say to him, I needed plugs and wires anyway, so I'm happy to pay the 120 for that service. But the diagnosis from here on, I would like that to be no charge until you call me. So, I, you know, can we work that out? Because, you know, you said this would fix it and it didn't fix it. So I still like you, but let's, let's see if we can kind of fix this. And that's what I would do. Just be nice. And, you know, are you married? I'm divorced. Okay. Um, is she a fire-breathing dragon? Yes, she was. You know what? I'd go get her. <laughs> Sounds like you can handle it yourself, though, right? <laughs> All right, Corey. Well, thank you for letting us. Well, uh, thank you for laughing with us. Okay, okay we're not laughing at you. We're laughing with you. Okay. Okay. Have a good weekend. Thank, thank you, you very too much. much. All righty. You know, it's that's the tough part. And, you know, people will literally ask me, well, does your advice go to your shop? And I'm going to ask the two of you that deal with this in my, on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Does it go here? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's, if somebody says, are you guessing or fixing? It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's more followed than we could ever even explain. And, and, and I want to tell you something else. The guys that are on our best car shop, they, they're the same way. Yeah. yeah. Action Auto, Kurtz Automotive, Auto Dynamics, uh, 25th Street Auto, uh, Martin, Dave Martin, mm-hmm. uh, 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 um, oh, Kelly Clark mm-hmm. up on, uh, on Glendale. All of those guys are the same way. Yeah. They're all the same way. Everybody on our list does the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're all gray-haired guys. Yeah. And so it's easy for us to say there's just too many shops that are run by um, young people in our business. They, I'm not talking about their age. They just haven't been in our business a long time. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that are guessing. Or corporations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some of the chain stores are, yeah. are, are pretty good with, with guessing. But all in all, it's, it's the customer's responsibility to cover that base. 
Yeah. Are you guessing or are we fixing? Because if we're guessing, I need to know whose money we're guessing with. Are we guessing with mine or yours? Now, it would have been okay had it been a situation where they said, you got 200,000 miles. I want to do plugs and wires. You need them let's, one way or another. Let's start here first. That's right. And yes. that would have been a valid conversation. 602-508-0960. If you want to talk about a car question, you can. 602-508-0960. My name's Mark Salem. Andy Salem and Alan Salem are here with me. It's Father's Day. God bless all you fathers for being good fathers. And we'll be back talking about cars right after this. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.